Welcome to the podcast. Are you ready to thrive? You've tuned in to the most joy-filled podcast on the internet. Just like finding that bonus French fry at the bottom of the bag. Welcome to The Last Try with Patrick and Deacon B. The temperature is rising. Oh, yeah. The uh, the days are getting longer, mm-hmm. and there's little stands of vendors selling overpriced cones <laughs> stuffed with crap that all does the same <laughs> thing. So it must be the 4th of July. Absolutely. <laughs> Welcome in. Everyone to the Fourth of July episode. God bless America and uh, freedom. Let freedom reign. Um, so we are uh, very excited to be part of your Fourth of July celebration. And if you're listening to the last fry on the Fourth of July, you're even better than uh, than we hoped. So <laughs> welcome in. And I, I have to say, with the whole just speaking of America and the the uh, Pledge of Allegiance and everything, I was. Talking to my dad, who's um, getting older, you know, having some some memory issues. Sure. It was actually a Sunday thing, and I was I said, "Hey, what do you remember about the Trinity?" Because it was Trinity Sunday. And, oh, right. And yes. he says, uh, three persons, one God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all." <laughs> Nailed it. Like, Nailed it. Oh my nice. God. We're awesome. going back. We're going back to to grammar school. And those that's what he remembers from his from his Catholic grammar school. So that's awesome. <laughs> so yes, here we are with uh with our one nation under God with liberty and justice for all. Uh happy fourth play of ball. July, everyone. <laughs> yeah, play ball. There you go. That's your that's your call, right? Fourth of July. Get a it hot is. dog, go to a ball game. Um <laughs> Yeah, so uh, we thought we'd do a quick episode on 4th of July just to celebrate mm-hmm. uh, freedom, celebrate America, celebrate uh, our ability to to have a broadcast like this and mm. to be able to be free to proclaim, project, proliferate, whatever the pro word is, uh, <laughs> our, our opinions. So uh, that's fantastic. Um, so yeah, 4th of July. Uh, I thought it'd be kind of fun as we go back to some of the great presidents of the past to kind of throw in some some presidential insight into freedom. And uh, I came across uh, George Washington. I thought I'm going to go way, way back okay. uh, to old George Washington and to, to John Adams. And uh, George Washington said, if freedom of speech is taken away, then dumb and silent, we may be led like sheep to the slaughter. Mm, true. So there we go. Totally but, true. Uh, I think it's, you know, that definitely is a uh, part of the culture that we're in today with this whole uh, cancel culture. And you talk to me, we talked about that. You can check out our mm-hmm. cancel culture episode. That's true. But it seems so much uh, being freedom, being, uh, being able to talk about those things is, um, yeah is not uh with yeah is not something that uh that we should we should take for granted for sure no, absolutely not and i don't know who said this but freedom isn't free yes freedom is not free it is paid for every single day unfortunately sometimes with the blood of another man or woman and and that is uh 
that's a high price to pay for the freedoms that we enjoy. Yeah, what else you absolutely. got for for a good quote there? Uh, so so John Adams, we're going way back again. John Adams, okay. All right. a constitution of government once changed from freedom can never be restored. Ooh. Liberty once lost is lost forever. Ooh, very true. There you go. So yeah, uh, so there we go. Going going way back to the classics with uh, with Lincoln. I mean with uh, Washington, Washington and Adams. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, the Theodore Roosevelt, not really about freedom, but uh, he said it is hard to fail, but it is worse never to have tried to succeed. Very true. And what I love about Theodore Roosevelt is he was such a champion for our natural resources and establishing the, the national parks and all of that and getting folks to enjoy the incredible beauties of this country. And I'm hoping that a bunch of the folks who are listening to this are actually out there enjoying something of the outside. It could be yeah, a national yeah. park, a state park, your local park, the the amusement park, but hopefully you're out there. The ballpark. The ballpark. Oh go gosh, out there yeah. and be nice to the umps and you're and, and, and if and if you're flying if you're flying somewhere to a ball game, be nice to your to your flight attendants. Yes, please. You know, as you're traveling out there. Uh, we'll finish up with this one. A people that values its privileges above its principles soon loses both. Yep. That's uh, Dwight D. Eisenhower. Absolutely so, correct. There we Absolutely go. Correct. Uh, so favorite Fourth of July memories. And we got oh. we got the presidents talking about freedom, how important it is, and we're free to celebrate our, our country and how great the country is. And uh, what are some what's your what's one of your top ten, either from your oh. childhood or from your own children? Absolutely. From from being a parent is it became a tradition, but in Red River, New Mexico, every 4th of July, they do a parade right down Main Street. And there's only one big Main Street right downtown. And virtually every car, truck, fire truck, whatever trailer that drives by are chucking candy just by fistfuls. Right. And our children for years, we they would know before we went into town from the cabin, they would have a grocery sack, one of the right. Walmart plastic bags. They had they would not leave the cabin without it. And they would just fill, fill that it thing up. up. And the way the and the kids would always yell back, thank you. And it's it's a small town, red northern New Mexico, Red River. But they'd have every fire truck in any county that was nearby there and the marshals and they'd have the the uh, the mounted marshals on horses the the shriners would be there in the little clown cars it was all of just all of that wonderful small town americana wonderfulness and we did that for years well all of my children are now grown and they still want to go to river River and get their sweets man they want to they want (laughs) to be a part of the parade but when now when they get the sweets they'll actually give them to some of the kids next yeah they they may keep one or two right but they'll give the rest of them, if it lands in their lap or by their feet, to start giving them to the kids. And the kids just think that's cool. Oh, so you're a big kid. Those yeah. big kids gave us candy. Yeah. So now they're they're giving it away to the to the younger kids, but they still want to go and yeah. enjoy the, the parade. And that, that's fantastic. So, so it's it's like the memory that keeps on giving. And very rarely did we miss it. If we were out of town for a wedding or whatever, we would obviously miss that. And actually one year I missed the fourth of July, and so did they from Red River, but Stephanie and the kids went to Nebraska and they oh. went to a small town yeah. parade. And it was awesome. Those kids awesome. still talk about that. I missed it, but they still talk about that parade and how cool it was. And it's 
if you can go to a small town event for the 4th of July, do go. it. Absolutely no, so totally go. true. That is, that's one of ours as well. Uh, we did the whole, uh, we were in Crested Butte, Colorado, uh, for a for a Fourth of July oh, parade beautiful. many many years ago, and and that was amazing and so much fun. And and the the fire truck was spraying the thing, and they had the the rafting crew. And um, <laughs> then we did uh, just up in Placidas, New Mexico. They do a little a little a little Fourth of July thing with you know the local llama 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 the, the llama oh, yeah. club, mm-hmm. the llamas were the sheep are walking and the kids on their bikes and like the cars, the Calasic cars. And then we were in, in Aspen, same thing, Aspen, Colorado, mm. the little small mountain town. We, uh, we, we brought our tandem and then attached to the tandem was kind of one of those, you know, four year old sort of, you know, where it's attached to the bike, but the kid still holds the handlebars and pedals kind mm-hmm. of, you know, attachments, but then attached to that bike was one of those papoose caboose things for the, for the babies, you know, with that's covered with the two wheels. Yeah. So this thing was, it was like an 18 wheeler. This thing was, you know, decorated and 30 feet long. No and, way. And, and we were cruising through it with the parade and we got more people clapping for us and oh, take a picture. Look at that. That's amazing. You guys are great. Yeah, yeah. It's great. So that was super fun. So we were being, being oh. part of the parade was super fun too. That is and awesome. then I think my other favorite memory from, from fireworks, you know, of uh, when oh. I was a kid, you know, like I said, they all did the same thing. They just, it was different variations of little sparks fiddling, mm-hmm. you know, six feet above the, the, <laughs> piece of wood your dad put in the backyard so it didn't burn the grass and uh but this one time we were in the neighborhood my parents neighborhood and it was a giant neighborhood party and people had just piled and piled because they went to walmart or costco or whatever and just bought the multi-pack and so we had piles well somebody had either thrown in or snuck in some illegals and there was these there was this tube with these these little grenade looking balls and you know, Nathan was whatever he was, you know, teenager and wanting to eat it. He was in dying to light fireworks for his whole life. <laughs> Get out of the fire, out, out. Like, yeah, you can, you guys can light the fireworks. He and his buddies. Pyro. So they set up this tube and they light that, that, uh, whatever wick, I think it's called fuse fuse. That's fuse. the word I'm looking yeah, for. Fuse. They light the fuse and everyone's just sitting there and it's like, <laughs> It was 40 feet in the air. It was one of the, it was like a shell. Oh. <laughs> and the kids were like, why is this so cool? Let's do it again. Oh my gosh. And I, and my parental self said, well, I don't know, children. Those are illegal and they're, you know, they're pretty, but inside I was going, yeah, do it again. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> my, my inner child was leaping for joy. Um, so, they did it again. And then, the, you know, then I think I don't, somebody might have called the cops or something or because we, we heard sirens somewhere in the background. And I said, like, okay, guys, stop it. Just, let's get out the little cones and you know, right. pretend we weren't doing anything wrong. But that was super fun. One of my memories as a kid was in Hawaii. We lived on Hickam Air Force Base. And funny enough, the flight line sort of went in the, it kind of separated the base in two halves. So, when you went from one half of the base to the other, there were lines on the ground for traffic, but it was across the flight line. Not sure how that happened. I think it was maybe a remnant from World War II, but they would still use it occasionally. Well, they would block that off and would bring all of the airplanes out and open up the, like the C5 galaxy, a huge machine 
and they would open those up and you could tour the whole thing and crawl around the cockpit and do all of that. Well, we lived really close to that intersection, if you will. So we, my brother and I would just jump on our bikes and zip on over there at 4th of July and there'd be food and all the jazz and some, some of it was paid for, some of it was free. This was before bottled water, so you had to buy your soda. Right. And uh, we would just crawl around the helicopters and whatever they had, fire trucks and all of that jazz. We were, we were on a 10, 11, 12, about, and just having at it. At, and then the fireworks, right? So yeah. the flight line is relatively flat, and but it's all concrete. So they would just shoot these fireworks, and oh, it was beautiful. But it was so much fun. And this is in Hawaii, so that, that's pretty cool, too. Yeah, it's not a, not a bad place to spend the yeah, 4th of July. No, no doubt. 11 years old, you're not really... you're. As an adult now, I really appreciate what I had, but at the time, I was like, this is kind of cool. Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah. So, yeah, it was great. Okay. That's awesome. And the Air Force always had great fireworks. I'm not sure where they got oh. those, but they always had <laughs> yeah, they, I was going to say they uh, just happened to uh, stop a Chinese freighter uh, loaded with 18 <laughs> billion tons of fireworks. And <laughs> Ammunition. Yeah. It ended Navy up on the, on, on the Navy frigate uh, the, coming the into Navy, port. At Pearl Harbor would shoot them over the Pearl Harbor so that you could right. see them off the water. That was the other thing with one year I went, I was, I was desperately trying to date this really cute girl whose dad was in the Navy. And I think one fourth of July was over there and it was really cool. It was really, really cool. And the Navy does it even better now. Back then it wasn't, it wasn't all that in the bag of chips. Oh yeah. Now they, the now they coordinate it with music oh. and you, know, oh, you go see the live symphonies and, absolutely. The, and the fireworks yeah. and the, it's all synchronized. synchronized yeah. It's beautiful. Beautiful, super great. But stuff. even back then, it was really, really cool to see it over the, over Pearl Harbor, and uh, I haven't been back. I haven't done the Fourth of July in Hawaii back on Oahu, where the, uh, where the USS Arizona Memorial is. That would be really mm. cool. I've been yeah. there when I was in the Navy, and that was very, very, very moving. Uh, but uh, I haven't been there for the Fourth of July, and they do it up really, really yeah, big because a lot of people lost their lives that day oh. back in. Back in the forties, uh, yeah. protecting the freedoms that we have that we have today. Yeah. So try to remember that, folks, when you're burning those hot dogs and flipping those burgers yeah. and yelling at the kids to stop fighting over the slip and slide. Right. That, uh, that <laughs> while you're while you're doing that, there's a firefighter out there trying to save a life. There's a yeah. there's a police officer out there dealing with a homeless person who's strung out on meth. Uh, there are nurses and doctors who are taking care of loved ones in hospitals while we're having a great time at the pool. So remember that those, all of those folks are defending our freedoms and, and making tomorrow possible. All right. Amen to that. All right. Well, I think that's going to bring us to the end of the show. I think that is a, a fantastic thought to, yeah. to exit on. So as you are appreciating your freedom, make sure that you show your appreciation by being a little kinder, a little mm. more loving, a little more forgiving, a little more appreciative of the great blessings that we have here in the United States as we celebrate our freedom. And above all, always appreciate the freedom you have to listen to The Last Fry. Please visit us on Instagram at The Last Fry Podcast, Facebook at The Last Fry, and Twitter at Last Fry Podcast. Please leave us a comment about this or any of our episodes. We really appreciate your feedback.
The Pulse bumper music was composed by Evgeny Kiselevich and is used under a royalty-free license purchased through safemusiclist.com. Mailbag music and additional sound effects are provided via a royalty-free license purchased through fesslianstudios.com donation and from the YouTube Studio Library. Use of other sound effects or music beds will be credited in the episode notes when appropriate.